You're now tuned in to another episode of JP's Podcast, your number one source for unlicensed advice and quality conversation. This is JP's Podcast. Hey, what's good, everybody? We back on JP's Podcast. Today, we got a good topic for y'all. Why are we single? Why are we single? And of course, I'm not conversating alone. I got one of my good brothers here with me, D'Angelo. I'm going to let him introduce himself. What's good, Mo? My name is D. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at DLotusSavage. Hey, shout out to my man for being here. I appreciate him. Um, so let's jump right in, y'all. Why are we single? That is a good question. Because I feel like today, you either all the way in or you single for real. So... Let's get let me ask you let me ask your opinion straight off D. Why are you single? I'm single because I just feel like I'm not trying to settle. And just me being the type of person that I am, I need somebody that's gonna be completely for me. And I don't think I found that person yet. Mm, that's important. You feel like you got some defenses like you've been hurt before so like have you been hurt and then you put up some defenses that kind of stop you from allowing people to get like a certain depth like trying to get to know you in a certain way to where you're not like really vulnerable i'm not gonna say that i've even been vulnerable with anybody to be honest i mean besides like my good man um i've never i don't even think i've come close to being that closely intimate with a woman in order to be vulnerable with her because I have such defenses that I've just been, you know, grown up upon. Dang. Wait, so wait. So have you had a strong love though? Like Of course, of course. And it just didn't it just didn't, shit just like it just didn't work out like that. I mean, yeah, it didn't work out how like I wanted it to. Um, you know, I started with her, you know, that's the person I started opening up with and you know, it just went left. And it's the, it's the starting over that I'm, I'm not trying to do. I don't like starting over and over. Uh, that, you know, that's a good point. I feel like, me personally, um, I've I've had, I'm not going to say a lot of defenses. I'm a pretty open book when it comes to women. Like, when I'm trying to get to know you, I'm allowing myself to be open so you can get to know me as well. And I'm talking about, like, I share those stories, I share my pains, and I don't think I've developed any negative defenses that's like, you know what, since my ex did that, I'll never do that. You know what I'm saying? So when I meet the new girl, it's like, you won't never get that version of me again. Now, I'm not going to lie. Transitioning from high school to college kind of took a lot of romantic things about me away. I'm not that. I was like a wholehearted, fully romantic dude back in high school. I went out my way. But I got to college, and I had to be a little more shysty. So you didn't get um, as thoughtful of a version of me. But you still got something good. You know, it's still good. But it wasn't that I'm going to send you paragraphs in the morning and, and, like, you know what I'm saying, go out my way and buy you these little things that I know you like. And I, I'm bringing that back now. But in the beginning of college, bro, we we was not doing that. I was not doing that. I for sure wasn't doing that. Yeah, I was I wasn't trying to be a sucker for love anymore. And that also comes with having unhealthy attractions. You feel like... At some point in your life, you ever been attracted to something you know wasn't good for you? Of course. I've definitely been attracted to a lot of stuff that just wasn't good for me. But, I mean, 
you like what you like. What type of woman was that though? What was you, what was you looking at? Like you know what, bro? Like dang, like I should not be messing with like these type of women. Honestly, as a as a man, my first instincts is to go based off looks. Right. So, I mean, I've I've looked at a lot of women, but all the women there mentally isn't gonna be able to keep up with me in that in such a capacity. But the first thing I'm looking at is looks. So, if they if they fine, I mean, that's what I want. Dang, that's true. When it comes to, I think unhealthy attractions. What what can I say? I think that when it comes to unhealthy attractions, at one point in time, I had an issue with kind of I was running into like women who were nonchalant. And that kind of put me off for a while because it was like I was able to be expressive with my emotions and communication. And then I wasn't, um, it wasn't reciprocated in the same way. Like, hey, I'm sitting here and I'm being clear. I'm being clear as day about how I'm feeling, what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling this way. And they couldn't tell me like, oh, why are you upset? Or oh, what's wrong? Or oh, what's going on? Like I had to play, I had to like, speak for both of us like i had to ask a million questions to figure out what's going on with them when i was just sitting here being open to telling them like what's up and i mean and then like i don't know having unhealthy attractions you gotta do some i feel like you gotta be self-analytical you gotta really reflect and be like you know what i don't know why i'm attracted to these type of people because they ain't no good for me and if i'm thinking about longevity or my next relationship being my best relationship what are some things that I'm constantly telling myself I won't, but I know is definitely not good for me. You feel where I'm coming from? I definitely do, but even then, how do you even know what you really want? That's a good question. Damn, you getting deep. Bro, I came to a realization I honestly didn't know what I want. I really I didn't. It. You know what I'm saying? I used to say all the time, bro, I need a girl who I need a girl who you know, got her stuff together, who's uh, um, attractive and open-minded and can do this and that, you know what I'm saying? And it came with, like, I guess you can say a certain type of pickiness. But then, oh, yeah, I want a girl who can, you know what I'm saying, who don't really who don't really um, need me, you know what I'm saying, who just want me. So that way I don't feel like I'm, she too dependent on me being there. And if, like, something go wrong, then it's like everything I do affects how she feels. And I wanted an independent woman who could take care of herself and then, you know, I can kind of fit in wherever she need me to and it's all these things that switched as you know i dealt with this person and this is what i wanted and i got it and then we didn't work out and after that happened two or three times you're like damn do i really know what i want for real and that shit switched bro i, I done had both sides of it i'm not gonna lie i done had somebody that's been like broke and i i didn't i didn't try to be you know build a bear bob the builder done try to build them back up bro, i didn't had that and then i done had the 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 more successful type of person you know and i really think my spectrum might be somewhere in between you got to keep an open mind when it comes to that because i don't know you don't know how it's gonna come it might be one of them things you ain't never planned for in your life a girl who you you couldn't even put together the the qualities and characteristics that she bringing to the table you just like wow like damn bro like look what she doing i never thought i i, I had it i see that and it might you know what i'm saying throw you off and I don't know. But these days, I, I can't call it, bro. I can't call it. I mean, I really got to see it when I get there. It, it just hasn't, you know, appeared to me yet. Our generation crazy. It, it's out there, bro. Like, when I'm looking at 
everybody else. Like when you, you know, just going through social media, you see and just knowing people, you know, just having friends and people like in general, everybody got relationship issues. Everybody got issues as an individual that keeps them single. And I'm looking at our generation and um, I think it was brought up uh, as a research study earlier this year. Um, nearly half of all Americans say dating is harder today than it was 10 years ago. So that's like near 47% of all Americans say that dating is harder today than it was 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? But why do you think that is? Why do you think dating is harder today than 10 years ago? Why do you think they saying that? I would honestly say that because who knows the parameters of dating? Um, you know, since I've become of age to date, there's just a lot of, um, oh, well, we start with talking and then it's a lot of we're not making out of the talking stage. But when did talking start becoming a stage of dating? You know, so a lot of people don't get past that that talking stage and in, into the dating stage. So when they get into the dating stage, they, they really don't know what to look for. So that's that's going to decrease the the how many people are dating, you know, or how many people want to date because now they feel like they're being their time wasted. And talking, bro, talking was heavy in high school. Right. It was like, oh, you know, we're talking, we're talking, we're talking. And then I realized, that, you know, as we got in college that, okay, now, like, we're dating. That Like, that's what we're calling it. We're dating. You know what I'm saying? We're, And I found, like, some people had an issue with it. A lot of people were saying, I hate the talking stage. It's so pointless. But then I started to realize, like, you know what? Okay, talking or whatever might be a bad word, but this stage of trying to have a relationship is important because this is where you figure out, you know, this is trial and error. This is where you really figure out like, is this somebody you want to deal with long-term? Cause I now like being in like being how I am now, I would never go from showing interest to jumping into a relationship. Once I get you like, Oh, I, I like, like, you know what I'm saying? You look good. I, I might slide. Or I see you and I've heard about you. I want to slide. Like let's go on a date. Then after that, you know, I like you. Let's, let's have a relationship. Nah, bro. Dating is important because you really got to get to know this person. And I don't, I feel like why um, people say dating is harder today than 10 years ago is because people have found out, I think people, uh, our generation, I guess in particular, are starting to have really specific standards when it comes to what they'll settle for. You know, I feel like it's no longer, I just need a man who can take care of me. Women are stepping out on their own, men are are making um different decisions like you know it's kind of like it's a repeat cycle of like how things go but then again we're evolving mentally and emotionally to where it's like you know what i just you know maybe back then you just wanted somebody who could take care of you a man who had a good job you know somebody who was stable and treated you right and that's it and and now it's like you see people being oh I, i need a man who who you know, he's in his bag like I'm in mine. Or I need a girl who know how to uh, uh, do this and that. Like, people are getting more picky. And the standards, and I think what really is pushing it is because we are seeing how bad our parents' relationships was. Like, a lot of marriages um, aren't lasting anymore. People, like, a lot of people, parents and older and older family members are breaking off and we looking at that like, bro, like I'm not trying to have a kid and have my wife walk out on me. I'm not trying to have a kid and have my husband leave me or, you know, my my boyfriend or whatever situation you're in, 
And people are like, bro, like, uh, people are like, and they really seeing that. Because you see what we cling to as a generation. Like, who we, like, I want that Jada and that Will love. Now, come to find out. Oh, oh, hell nah. I don't want that no more. What you think? So, I definitely agree with all of that. But how long before you jump into a relationship does it take to truly know somebody? You know, or how much of how much about them should I even know before I even get into a relationship? You know, because, you know, with with anybody, I don't think you can truly ever know somebody. Some people don't even know themselves. So facts. How much should I know? Mm, Bro, I think it really takes into what I always say when I start dating somebody is I don't care about the good. And that's okay. I'll first I'll first listen. You can be like, what? You know what? But let me explain. When I try to get to know a woman for real, I'm not trying to, like, we can have conversation and we can talk about, you know, who we are as a person and be confident. Like, hey, I'm this, I'm this. And you see me doing this and that. And I'm proud. I'm proud for you. I'm proud about that. But my genuine interest is in getting to know the real you. Like, who are you for real? Like, tell me the good, bad, and the ugly so I can really figure out who you are as a person. You know what I'm saying? Because you can... You can enjoy dates. You can be in a honeymoon phase for two months. And then all of a sudden, you ask her a certain question and she look at you sideways. Or you see, you know, a certain person in her life and she acts a certain way. And she's kind of took off or she don't say things. Like, I wonder why she don't, you know, never speak about that or bring up that person or got much to say about this topic. And I asked her this and she kind of ignored it and it didn't play much into it. Or I realized she, she never goes like, She'll say this, but she won't do this physically. You know what I'm saying? And I always ask the good questions like, let's talk about your trauma. Let's talk about like your pain. Let's talk about your lessons. Like what what shaped you into this person today? Because if I like you right now, then I'm then I'm already accepting everything that you've been through prior to up until this point. Now me and you are face to face. So let's keep it a book and let's talk about it. Like, if, like, when people show interest in you, like, oh, I like you, I like you. Oh, you like me now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you say you like me. So, you got to be accepting of everything that's came the 22 years bringing me to this point to where it's me and you face to face. And we're trying to figure out we got some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I'm an open person. I'm accepting. I don't judge anybody. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has their stories. I'm just here to listen and we can talk about them so I can just get to know the real you. Right. A lot of people like to stay in the honeymoon phase and don't want to talk about the real shit. They just want to talk about where they want to be in the next five years. You get what I'm saying? Everybody want to talk about the big house, the cars, the dream jobs, the ambition, you know, the big plans. But let's figure out who we are. Like, let's figure out, like, I'm trying to know, you know, who you are as a person. How did you get here? What is this going to mean for the future? Because people have patterns. People have tendencies. People have thought processes. People have perception. It's crazy, bro. That's the one. How did you get here? How did you get here? So a lot of people can say, let's let's try to tap into some advice. A lot of people these days are saying, my dating life isn't going well. What should I do? And we'll keep it open and we'll talk about both sides, men and women. Our tips for the women and our tips for the men. What are yours? For people who saying dating isn't going well for me. Okay, so I can start with my tips for women. I have a lot of women friends. Um, so 
I feel like they, I wouldn't say settle. That, that don't settle, but keep an open mind. You know, um, they, they they be looking for you know NFL, NBA players. They they're, mm. they're not looking for Sammy. you know the <laughs> the the regular regular. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying don't settle, but there's somebody out here that matches your qualities. Just just keep an open mind. Um, for men, honestly. A lot of men just have a problem with just settling down in general. Yeah. So I think everybody goes through what we, what we would call it, you know, the whole phase. Yeah. So um, that that also be one of my uh, advice to women. You, you got to find that man that's done trying to be with the whole phase. Exploring his options, you know. So when, when that man is done, he, he, he'll be ready for a relationship. Um, and honestly... Uh, she just got to catch the person at the right time. That's deep. That's true, though. My advice to men, let me start off with men. Men, you got to find a certain version, like not even find a version, but figure out the you and the why, who you are and why. And because a lot of what I see us men doing today is, we're not understanding ourselves enough to the point to where we know why we even doing what we doing. You you see what I'm saying, bro? Like we make decisions. Men are making decisions based then, off impulse. Based off impulse, and we regret it. And then we fight. We fight that demon so hard. Like, bro, I, dang, you knew the consequences, but you still did stepped, it anyway. Did it anyway. Stepped in the tempted waters. Took a sip. Oh man, and <laughs> you can't go back. <laughs> I've definitely done that. I'm not going to lie. Not going to lie. I, I done did it a couple times. You know, took a sip of that tempted juice, bro. And then it's like, why did I do that? Because let me tell you something. I, I, I really want to be honest about this. What I think is like what a lot of men don't admit to themselves, so that way you can never fix it, is that when you when you know you got somebody good, and you know, this can speak for both genders. I'm not just saying for men. But this can go for both genders. I think some people like that that spontaneous stuff. They like that spontaneous. Like, you know what? You know back at home, you know, back in the bed is your man or your woman. You know, the practical relationship. You have you have all your wants, to, like you have all your needs taken care of. You know you got somebody at home who loves you, who take care of you, who buy you things, treat you right. You know, compliments, um, sex is good, this, that, and the third. You got you got all your practical needs taken care of. But what pop up in your head when you're in a certain situation is this is spontaneous. And people and people, a lot of us have that thrill. And you have to have a certain self-discipline not to tap into that. But it's that you know what? All of a sudden, like, bro, this is a decision. Like, dang, bro, like I got this one time opportunity to do this have fun, enjoy something, but then, like, you know they mess it up. But you just like, bro, you know what I'm saying? You get caught up in having something spontaneous. And that's why I feel like some people are repeat cheaters. They'll do it once and enjoy it because it was spontaneous. It was an all-of-a-sudden moment. And then right after you crash, you're like, damn, bro, I just fucked up. Now I done jeopardized my relationship. But then you're like, you know what? Fuck, I'm going to keep it on the low. 
but you still looking for that spontaneous thing because you're not getting that from a practical relationship. It's like I, I know Honestly, what we're doing. I know a couple people that done did that, bro. That's, and they keep testing those waters just because it's there. The, the opportunity is available to them. <laughs> Drinking, keep sipping. Like, damn, bro, you still thirsty? Stay home. They, they just be needing another cup. Get out the club. What you doing? What you doing, bro? I'm telling you. That's why I feel like people debate monogamy a lot, bro. They, they. Uh, they get conf- they get confused and they're looking for someone who likes their fire and give them that passion ignite that and, and them spontaneous thrills ignite that fire and give you that and give you that passion that fire and desire it's something real you know it's that it's a once in a lifetime it's a it's a it's a real good looking guy it's a real good looking woman and i just know it's gonna be a good time if i get her you know but um that's a problem that we got to admit that we have and find a way, you know what I'm saying? But like I say, my advice for the men is to admit who you are as a person, but don't, don't settle for your mindset. Always have an open idea of that. You know, your perception of how you look at things can always change and you have to keep an open mind to get those answers. Don't ever say like, Hey, if she don't fit into what I got going on right now, I ain't going to never deal with a shorty. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got all this going on, da, da 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 I really got time, man. I'm just trying to do me. And if you, you know what I'm saying? Like, guys, we got to start being honest about what our temptations are, um, what are our weaknesses, and admit that to ourselves and, like, have that conversation with your woman. Like, you have certain weaknesses. And make self-improvement number one. Always work on yourself. Self-development. You know what I'm saying? That's my advice to the men. Um, my advice to the women, uh, I say the same thing. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? I hate when I see relationships get caught up in the wrong idea of he got money, I got money, we buying each other stuff. Um, he can do this for me, da da da. And then, like, we kind of just using each other as vehicles. Like, you're doing something for me, I'm doing something for you. And the second that one of us stop doing that, we don't want each other no more. It's more of like, hey, what can I give you? You know, I always went by self-love is a given. And if I give myself a piece of you, therefore, there's something, you know, something, there's a reason for me to love you now because there's a piece of me within you. I always look at what you can give the person, not what the person is giving you. Because if you realize, okay, she not making that money no more or she ain't doing this for me no more, I don't need you. And it's like, damn, like, what was y'all based off of anyway? And I'll have a whole separate episode about dating i have a whole you know essay theory about dating but from my women don't settle and don't don't just you know what i'm saying um move on without really doing some self-reflection on things that you can work on you know what i'm saying it's like women can possibly you'll have three bad guys in a row you know you date him and he's he got a shitty attitude or He's just lazy and he don't want and he don't want to get up and do shit for himself. Or he's not doing enough of something and you just realizing he got bad habits. He out with his friends, he's smoking too much, he always doing some shit. Or he don't talk a lot and you feel like he doing shit behind your back. So you have these three things back to back to back. Fucked up uh situationships and you'd be like, damn, bro, like I I'm not I'm not, you know, now and then you change your whole idea of who you want. You know, I now I need a guy who's da 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 and you Tell yourself, like, you know what? 
now I want a guy who's like this. You know, I want him to be a God-fearing man. I want him to be, you know, more into me than he is these other things. And what I'm saying, that's okay to change your preference. But let's have some more self-reflection and say, you know what? There's things about me that I need to work on. Therefore, like, if I if that next guy is the right guy, I know I'm not the problem. I'm not putting blame on anybody. Like, you know, people do fucked up stuff all the time. I'm just saying if we don't self-reflect and admit where we went wrong in situations and things that happen, we can't really ask for nothing better. Because even if we get it, we might not be ready to um, take advantage and really be grateful for it. Appreciate it. That's the word. We we really want to appreciate it. And that's important. And even with that ideology that women, women will say their past experiences they'll use them for their, their future, um, just interests. So like I can say that I've had, uh, several encounters with women that, that just try to compare me to the past, their past person. Yeah. Don't, don't, this is my advice for women. Don't try to use your past experiences to help sculpt the person that you're trying to, trying to pursue at, at that time. Damn. Hey, preach, preacher. That that, that preach, it's preacher. definitely common in our generation. I'm preach, gonna say preacher. that they will lay a blanket cover and other niggas cologne tell you you just like him. God damn. Also, don't don't miss out on those opportunities when that opportunity presents itself. Hey, true. We both, I can admit, everybody misses out on the opportunity because we're caught up with what we think. We caught up with our own ideas. And we miss out on good opportunities. It's like, that's why I say self-reflecting is important. Because when the next person comes, you got this set mind. You got a set mindset on how you want your next guy to be. When, what do we say at the beginning of the show? We really don't know what we want. So you got to really keep an don't. open mind. Got to keep an open mind. Got to keep an open mind. And you already set a preference. Like, you know what? I, my next guy needs to be like this. Da, 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 da. And you go out and then fourth, fourth dude. Fourth girl is wrong. Guys, too. Like, you know what I'm saying? We get that mindset where, you know what? My next girl got to be like this. And then you get her, and you don't even know what you're asking for. And then you do some fucked up shit, and now she gone. And now you're like, damn, bro. Like, I just had a wife, and look what I did. I ain't appreciate her enough. Because you ain't self-reflect off your last three. You'd be surprised how many people realize stuff after it's too late. Bro, too, too late. And we do that too, too much, bro. Always, always appreciating and loving something after it's gone. Like, what what the fuck? What the fuck we going to do with that? How you going to be thirsty after you drink some water? Come on, now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. And that's deep. I'm being real, bro. We got, we got these same tendencies. I feel like that's majority of why dating ain't going well. We're not doing enough self-reflection. We got too many preferences. We're being picky. Um, and we fighting ourselves more than we fighting anything else. That debate, you know, and that fight between your heart and your mind and not knowing the difference and not knowing which one to listen to, we tap into that and we just go to a whole nother world where we just communication, mental stability, it all get through off. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I think people are being open about certain characteristics and... I don't know. It, it gets tricky when you get to um, our generation. So what do you think about 
personal networking? Like, what you think about, have you kind of got into, like, the online dating scene? Like, what's big for us? Tinder? I would definitely say Tinder. Um, I think Tinder's our number one. Because I don't, I don't think I've seen anything else, to be honest. I don't think nobody on black no. people meet a Christian. POF? Member. You heard of POF? POF. Plenty of fish. Plenty of I, fish? I heard some people on that one, too. Whoa, nah. See, I've never used, I've never used Tinder and... All that stuff. I usually just I I'm IG strictly IG. I don't shoot my shot on Twitter no more. I'm zero for thirty on there. Um, but uh, I I mean everybody but me pretty much is using those things. And you know what's crazy? It be some crazy stories. I I got some dudes. They got some crazy stories of meeting women off Tinder. And that's their business. I ain't putting it out on on, on the network. That's them. But I'm just saying it it it, it be it be some uh. Uh, Lord, it'd it, it be some stuff on there. But in the dating field, you think, like, approaching you now, where you are now, right now, like, what you think, what type of woman might have to come into your life to kind of have you thinking, like, you know what, we really might be something special. Like, I really might. Like she's like, you know what? Damn! Like I really want that, and you ready to you ready to do all the self reflection you need to like, you know what I'm saying? And I know we don't have a preference, like we both confused, but I know in the back of my mind, we still keep an idea of like a standard. Like, what's your standard? It's okay to have standards and still not know what you want, but you got a standard. Like, I won't settle for less than this. By standard, hmm. G- give me an exp- Give me an example of what your what your standard would be. All right, so like, for instance, my standard would be I need a woman who's open-minded. Okay, I'm big on being open-minded. I need someone who's willing to be vulnerable with me and who's physically affectionate. Like, that's standard. You get what I'm saying? Like, because for us to, like, everything else can be built on on top of that. But at the bottom, our foundation, it's going to be these three things. Like, what I'm going for is, like, you have to be open-minded because I, I want to have conversations. I want you to be able to express yourself. I want you to be able to tell me things and, like, explore new ideas together so we can both figure out things about each other and figure out stuff that we just curious to know in general. Vulnerability plays a part because I'm always – I'm an open book. Like, I'm willing. If we having a good conversation and it gets to a certain level, I'm not stopping. Like, if you want to know about these stories and what I've been through, then I'm – you know what I'm saying? Like, just – just hop on and we can take that trip. We can go down these, you know, we can go down these roads of, of my past and we can talk about it. I don't mind being vulnerable. So I need somebody who's going to be vulnerable and physically affectionate. Like I think my biggest love language is um, my two is quality time and physical affection. Like, uh, it, Me too. yeah, Me too. tell me, bro, I need somebody who's not scared to like, not even scared, but somebody who's like, if I'm asleep, you know what I'm saying? Let me rub your back. Are we are we holding each other? Then shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Or somebody who's like, what you need? And because I'm willing to be that for somebody, I'm willing to say, you know what? You've had a long day at work. Take your shoes off. I I I got the massage gun. Relax your muscles. I rub your feet. You know, I I cook dinner. You can just you know relax. Watch TV. I pour you a glass of wine. We can relax. You know what I'm saying? And I'll hold you. I'll be big spoon, you be little spoon. You want to cuddle, I'm there. Like, physically, if you say that you need something, I don't mind. 
given that. But that's the same thing for me. Like, I don't want to be the person who's initiating anything, always initiating anything sexual. And then when it comes to me wanting something, it's like, nah, I, I ain't going to scratch your back. I don't want to, you know, rub you. I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm the only one that's giving. And I need that. And, like, that's the standard. That's the standard. Okay. Based off your description, we got a lot of similarities. So, I know one thing I'm big on is communication. Um, I want to say I take pride in myself um, developing my communication skills over the last, you know, four years of college or so. So, um, I definitely want a woman that's going to be able to communicate with me. I want a woman that's going to be able to make me think. Somebody that's going to ask me questions, try to really get to know me. Right. Facts. Um, Facts. Like we've been talking about, like, the whole conversation, just understanding the why of who I am now. Right. And I don't really think any woman that I've really encountered has even asked me what made you who you are. So, Mm, I definitely know I I, I don't think I've met her yet, you know? So. Um, another thing I'm big on, like you said, is physical touch. Um, and the whole, the whole sex conversation you were just saying, just, I I don't want to feel like I'm always the one initiating something, you know, I feel like I need to feel like I I am wanted in the relationship, you know, exactly. That's if they can't make me feel like that, then I definitely, that that's one of the things that I need in order to engage myself in a relationship. Um, that, that, that'll probably be the three most most yeah, important bro, things for me. That's important right there. When you, when you get that feeling, especially like if it's physical, physical affection, any type of intimacy, when you get that isolating feeling, like, you know what? If I took myself out, this wouldn't be here because I'm the only person giving it. You get what I'm saying? It's not mutual. It's like if I don't, if I don't do this, it won't happen. If I'm not initiating sex, we're not having it. If I don't ask you questions, we're not having a conversation. If I don't call, you're not. We're not talking. Bro, this what? this has happened so many times for me. What? Like so many times. It's common. Just I just be wasting my time at this point because I feel like I'm the only one putting in effort. You know. Yes. So shit is crazy, bro. And we could talk on and on and on about relationships, but this is never in the topic. Um, this is our generation, but I'm gonna cut it short for y'all people today. I gave y'all a good 35, me and my bro D'Angelo, doing what we do, having quality conversation, and giving you unlicensed advice. Um, again, this is an interactive podcast. Um, once this gets put on all uh, platforms, uh, I'll drop it on my IG, which is mentioned in the outro, JP since 98. Again, this is an interaction. If you have any questions um thoughts ideas anything that you want to send me that you want me to talk about any um situations you've had and you want me to give you my opinion or you want to ask for some advice at me shoot me a dm at me on twitter mention me whatever you got to do to get my attention so i can have a q a episode and include you know everybody's thoughts opinions um questions for the q a all right So, as always, it's been a vibe. I appreciate y'all. Anybody that's listening, um, it's your boy JP. D, you want to say something before you get out of here, man? Again, follow me on IG, D-Lo the Savage, D-A, Savage. And I have a mention of everybody that's been featured on all my podcasts so far when I drop my post on um, IG and Twitter. So, stay tuned. So, that includes his IG and all my prior guests. I'm rocking with y'all. JP, we out, man. Let's get it. 
That was another episode of JP's podcast, your number one source for unlicensed advice and quality conversation. Join the convo and hit up JP on IG and Twitter with questions or topics for the next episode at JP since 98. 